taking you up to Monday Night Football. Got the Packers and the Raiders. He's Kyle Draper, Whitey Gleason. Thanks for being with us today. YouTube, 339-1140, We were wondering, hey, is Jimmy playing? We just saw him on ESPN. He's uh, ready to go tonight. I saw something today, Kyle, on the internet about how Colin Kaepernick had recently been seen with a high-ranking member of the Raiders organization. It's probably nothing. They were at some tech summit or something. But I have to admit, I got a little excited. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that. I was about to say, they, they aren't looking to dump Jimmy G already, I, are they? I, 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 mean, I, don't, I don't think so. But <laughs> <laughs> I, would like, I don't think Colin's going to get another shot, but I hope he does. Hoping against hope, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it too, but when's the last time we played? It's been like been a five while. years or some four been years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and there are a number of teams who could use a quarterback right now. Quarterback play is pretty suspect uh, around the league, I think, but uh, I, I just don't see it. I don't know. Yeah. By the way, another team that's having some quarterback issues right now: the 49ers opponent this week, the Cleveland Browns. Yes. Deshaun Watson mispracticed today, uh, so we're not sure who the 49ers are going to face. Should we already? Should I already be talking about a trap game scenario against the Browns? No, I don't think so. I just think you know, it's a trap. If Deshaun Watson plays, then the Browns have a chance. If he doesn't, if it's Dorian Thompson Robinson, the UCLA product, uh, he didn't look good. Uh, the no, other, he, he, he didn't, didn't look. Well. He didn't play well look in the at preseason. All. Yeah, look good in the preseason, but did not look good uh, last week. I, I, I think you know. When you look at the Niners' schedule, their next big game, what, Cincinnati, their next test? I, th- I think it is. And, and the Bengals are coming off a good win Yeah, uh, the other day. They a much-needed win. I will say this Browns team, and I have to look at their schedule, they are tops in the league in terms of yards allowed per game, their defense. Yes. So their defense is legit. They've played the Bengals, Steelers, Titans, and Ravens. Uh, so far, yeah, none of those offense. They Bengals, lost Chubb though on yeah. that Monday night game against the Steelers. And yeah, with Watson hurt. Right, if Watson's playing like you if said. Watson's I think playing, they're, uh, you know, they're kind of a upper mid level team. But yeah. if he's not playing, ah. yeah, they're two and two, and uh, I just and, and they haven't played great offense. Not like they've gone up against you know Kansas City or Philly or San Francisco you know like that the teams they've played are offensively challenged i think they're averaging about 19 a game which is like that ain't right cut that's it. not going to get it done yeah uh here's something i think the 49ers really need to be concerned about and obviously when you're 5 and 0 you know we talk about how what are their what can you say about the 49ers they're just they're so good but it was noticeable last week and it was noticeable last night Teams are taking cheap shots at uh, CMC. It's like, how do you slow that guy down? Arizona players last week were fined $30,000 for face mask and roughing penalties. And then last night, I think we saw more of the same. It's football. Teams, <laughs> they're not above <laughs> trying to hurt a guy because we can't stop him. We saw him get uh, helmet to helmeted last night, saw some wrenching of the face mask. I mean, it's football. I'm not saying, oh, well, you can't play him, but it is something to be concerned about. Is it really Whitey? Well, this, teams are going uh, after uh, him. Uh, it's two games in a row. <laughs> come on now. That, that's football, right? You start um, digging in the eyes. You know, there were a couple of times yesterday where, you know, CMC's in the middle of the pile and, the and guys are bit. like ripping at it. And, you know, I, I don't know. Does it have to do with him, though? Is it like yeah. only CMC that they're doing it against? Or is this how these guys are? I'm not going to say, oh, people are targeting CMC. You know, I thought the Cowboys did a great job. 
slowing him down yesterday. They did it a was good job last e- year, yeah, too. Yeah, it was everybody else that they had trouble stopping, mm-hmm. you know? And once CMC wasn't in the game, you know, Mesa came in and gashed him, you know? And it was like their whole defensive effort was trying to stop CMC. They did a great game, but that's why the Niners are so diversified. They're so good, is that they have other ways to beat you. And so I don't, I didn't think it was anything malicious. Or, I mean, like dirty, like... I don't know. I, to me, it is dirty, but on the other hand, it's pro football, so I get it. There's I'm a lot of saying, dirty stuff oh, there, right? But it's exactly. Football. I get it. Are but. you sending the tape to Roger Goodell and and trying to get you know guys fined and everything? Like, I don't think it was anything out of the ordinary, is what I'm saying. Like, it's football. What goes on in those piles? Guys are ripping and grabbing and twisting and pulling and every. And I don't think it's only. Uh, at CMC. One game, eh, it happens. Two games in a row where we've had helmet to helmet and we've had face mask, wrenching of the face mask. I do think teams are looking at this going, how do we beat these guys? No one can stop right. this guy. Yeah. And it is, it, you know, it, it gets back to Bounty Gate and people were shocked at what? NFL teams put bounties on players? NFL teams had been doing that for a long time. It's part of pro football, or at least it was, mm. whether we like it or not. And now supposedly they've they've... <laughs> legislated that out of the league. I'm not so sure. I just I don't know what you can do about it, but I do think if you're the 49ers, it's something you got to be concerned about because it does appear that teams look at you and go, how do you stop that guy? I'll tell you how you stop that guy. Wink, wink. And then the next thing you know, you got somebody twisting well, I, his head. Oh, way. my gosh, That's football. I, I don't believe you're actually saying this right now, man. You're killing – did you watch the game? You I, saw of it. Of course I watched the you game. You saw it last night. But that's frustration. You're getting your butts kicked. That's that's football. That's what happened. And it's not just CMC. It's not, you know, a game plan. I'm going into this game looking to rip his head off. I'm going to do something dirty. I think as the game goes on, it just happens. And I don't think it's just, just CMC uh, that – because the Cowboys did a hell of a job against him. Like, you know, they stopped Christian McCaffrey. They they did limited him to two point seven yards per carry. CMC had been gashing everybody. The Cowboys did a heck of a job against CMC. I don't think you know that there's some bounty on his head or you know we can't stop him, so we're going to try to hurt him. I, well, I don't I think, think that's that was football. that vague. I think that's what teams. I think that's what pro football players do, and they can't do it as openly as they used to. <laughs> but I think it still goes on. And I think it's one thing that teams are doing now because they're desperate. They haven't been able to stop this guy. So, so you're you, right, you, though. You, Dallas did a good job. You, you think a team is willing to take a cheap shot? Like, they go in thinking, oh, yeah. you know, I, I'm going to take a cheap shot at this guy to get him out. Yeah. I, I don't see in it. In the NFL? I, I, I don't have I, any. I, I don't see it. Any problem I, believing I, that. I, I, I don't, you know. I hope you're right. I, I, I just don't. I, to me, that sounds, and I'm going to call it like I see it, Whitey. That, that sounds like. A Niners fan, you know, crying about their guy getting a little twisted when I can guarantee it happens on the other side of the ball as mm. well. Like you just said, it's football. Right. It's football then, you know? And so I don't think it's just Jermaine just to CMC, only just for him. All right. We'll see if, if the league issues any fines this week. Maybe they won't. But if they do, I think I've got a, a mounting body of evidence here that that's two weeks in a row. We don't have that yet. If we have it, it'll be two weeks in a row of teams being fined for their actions that were specifically directed at Christian McCaffrey. So we'll agree to put that aside. Okay. All right? And okay. we'll revisit okay. it. Yeah, let's, let's that. revisit that. Yeah, let's yeah. Re- let's All right. I understand that. your point. And I hope you're right. By the way, Kyle Shanahan said something after the game last night that Kyle Shanahan never says – he, said, he talked about Brock Purdy being in rhythm. 
He said, you just got to be careful when you feel that way beginning to end that you don't just start calling too many passes. That's the challenge of the play caller because you do too many. Eventually, you're going to give the defense a chance to make a big play. Kyle Shanahan never says, boy, I was tempted to call too many passes. He's never said that with Jimmy G. He never said that with Trey Lance. Uh, and it's really remarkable that he felt that way last night. No, time. this is a, a perfect marriage, uh, I think, Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy. And you're see it, seeing it. The way he gushes about Brock Purdy, you know, even going back, you know, to the offseason, he's our guy. Uh, you know, the real deal, he called him in training camp. And one thing Shanahan has done is empowered Brock Purdy and give Brock Purdy credit. He's done everything Shanahan has asked. And we talked about this last week. How many times have we seen Brock Purdy make a terrible decision with the ball? Like, and a scratch your head like, what the heck was he thinking? Pretty much never, no. right? And, and those are the things that drive Kyle Shanahan crazy. When you risk throwing an interception or you make a, a, an, an ill-advised throw or something, like those are the things Kyle Shanahan lays it out for you. All right. Here's option one. If that's not there, option two, go through your progressions. Trust what we have. You don't have to be Jimmy G. We talked about it. Risk and reward with him. You know, he was a gambler, gunslinger kind of thing, which drove Kyle Shanahan crazy. Brock Purdy, the complete opposite, takes what the defense gives him, and that's what Kyle Shanahan loves so, so far about him. And so it's a perfect marriage. I mean, he's found his guy. He's found his quarterback. It appears that he yeah. has, and he's been looking for a long time, and he fell right in his lap, right? They did all these <laughs> machinations. We'll trade for this guy. All right, that didn't work. We'll trade all these picks for this guy. He's young. He's raw. He'll be perfect. That didn't work. And then, bloop, what's that? What are the football gods right. dropped in our lap? <laughs> what is this? The last pick in the draft. Hey, he's pretty good. It's incredible. Right, and, and if Trey Lance doesn't get hurt, if Jimmy G doesn't get hurt, Will we ever get to see Brock Purdy, you know? And credit to him for taking advantage of the situation and, and taking advantage of his opportunity. He's doing everything right, and they're talking about him uh, right now on ESPN. I mean, he's 10-0 and 0 in his first 10 career regular season starts. He, you know, hasn't thrown an interception this season, doesn't turn the ball over, and, uh, you know, it sort of reminds me of I'm, – I'm trying to think of a, a love affair – uh, of between a coach and a quarterback mm. like this. And, you know, you look at some of the all-time greats, whether it's uh, Bill Belichick and Brady, Sean Payton and Drew Brees. I can't remember a coach, you know. Right. Like, really, know you know what I mean? Like, really singing his QB's praises like this. I mean, the only things that come to mind, and I'm going way back, forgive me for doing that, but, like, Tom Landry and Roger Staubach right, seem right. like, yeah, you're, like uh, they worshipped each other right, almost. Right, or exactly. Don Shula and Bob Greasy yeah. or something. Because now <laughs> even Brady Belichick, you know, towards the end, it's like, hey, I don't even know if they right, like you. Right, right, exactly, exactly. They resented uh, yeah, each other. Yeah, and so uh, it, it's been great to see. And, it's uh, kind of a throwback. It's yeah. a throwback, and, you know, we've talked on it before, and I've said it, the most important relationship for a team is between the head coach and the quarterback. The quarterbacks are the extension of the head coach out there on the field. And Brock Purdy right now is running Kyle Shanahan's system to perfection. By the way, Bill Belichick, you with your Boston connections. Yes. What do you think? I don't Let's know. See, I, 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 see. I think, you know, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, I don't think Robert Kraft would fire Bill Belichick in season. I think he's earned uh, too much 
over time, over the last 20 years. He's earned the right to walk away. I do think they may come to an agreement after this season, like, hey, Bill, it was a great run. I'm going to let you retire. And, you know, it it looks awful. Mac Jones, they want traded. They want out of there. They're calling him a bust already. Uh, The Patriots look awful. You want to stick with the Niners? You want to get back Man, to Man, I could go case. wherever. I'm fired up today. All I'm right. fired up. All right. Coming up, the one thing. I, this this will fire you up even more. I'll tell you the one thing, in my view, the 49ers have so far that Philly has not had. And it has to do with what's going on on the sidelines. <laughs> fly, Eagles, in, fly. You want to get into that? Let's get into it. Next Let's year. get into it. Drive guys <laughs> on Sacktown Sports. 49ers demolishing Dallas last night. 49ers didn't seem surprised by that. Cowboys did look a little shell-shocked. They sounded a little shell-shocked after that game last night. Whitey Gleese and Kyle Draper, Drive Guys here on Sacktown Sports. But yesterday, Kyle, I wanted to watch the Eagles. And, you know, it's great fun watching Red Zone. But you can't really watch a team. You can't learn about a team. So, second half, I decided to watch Eagles and Rams. And the Rams were hanging in, hanging in. They weren't as good as the Eagles. And the Eagles ended up winning that game, I, I I don't think, we talked about this last week, people who say, oh, the Eagles, they're not playing great. Boy, I, I don't think they're that good because they're not playing great. I don't think that's a factor at all because you see the flashes of it. They're still <laughs> really, really a scary team. They are a scary team, and I think it starts on the line on both ends. They have arguably the best offensive line in the NFL, and you could argue that make a case that they had the best defensive line as well. Yes. And so the Rams... Even though it was a close game, it was a a 17-14 game uh, there at half, I never felt like the Rams could win the game. Because when you watch the way the Eagles marched down the field, like they had several long sustained drives. Like every time, there were no three and outs or anything like that. And so the Eagles could do what they want. And, and, you know, Jalen Hurts, I thought he put together a masterful game yesterday. You know the the rating will only say he was an eighty seven point nine. He threw one bad pick. Yeah, the one the one one bad pick. Uh, you know he underthrew uh the receiver over there. But I thought his command of that offense and he was in control of the game with his arm with his legs. Uh, and then the the tush push or, or brotherly shove or whatever, the unstoppable play. I mean, you get them in a fourth and two, fourth and one situation. It's as good Tonight, as gold. It, it is. You know, it's good. And so, uh. They may not be playing the best, and that's what's so scary for me is that they're still winning games and they're still 5-0. and uh, We're the Drive Guys. We're brought to you by the NorCal Sportsman Show October 14th and 15th at the grounds in Roseville. The one thing I've noticed about them, we saw this uh, the opening night they played, um, what was the, they played a primetime game, didn't they, early in the year, their first game? Yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah, and you had the receivers were unhappy. Remember that? You had... I think it was Brown was unhappy because he wasn't getting the ball. And yesterday they were showing that Adams, uh, he wasn't happy because he wasn't getting the ball. Um, And then you also had uh, Kelsey wasn't happy because they weren't getting the play calls in in time. They had to delay a game penalty. There is a lot of drama on the sideline there for a team that good. You don't see that at all with the 49ers. So I'm just wondering, huh, I'm just, I'm keeping an eye on that. They so what, what I see is, see, you view it that way. 
I view it as a team working through their problems, a healthy relationship. Things aren't going to be all honky-dory, you know, kumbaya, you know, sunshine and rainbows all season long. What happens when you face some adversity? The Eagles are dealing with that right now head on. And I love the way Nick Sirianni is dealing with it because here's the thing. Every time you saw a player being disgruntled, upset, whatever, what did the coach do? Go over to him, put his arms around him, talk to him, work through it. Devontae Smith wasn't targeted much. He only had, yeah. I think, one catch for six yards. Pardon me, I said Adams. Yeah, you said Smith. Adams, but it's, it's Smith. You, yeah. But but you know, when you looked at he was upset, clearly. And, you know, they went to him on that next drive. And so that's what happens, however, when you have a plethora of weapons. And the Niners, they have that as well, but they haven't cried. You haven't heard George Kittle crying coming into this game. No. Like, what about my touches? You haven't uh, heard Debo or anything like that, you know. But I think the Eagles' frustration isn't about I'm not getting the ball. It's we can be so much better and we're not crisp. We're not sharp just yet. And so if I'm an Eagles fan, I like to see that. I like to see the passion. So what? We're winning. All that you saw, they were leading. You like to they, see Jason Kelsey going to the head coach. Hey, get the play in on time so we don't get a delay again. Yeah, because we're trying to hold it to a high level, a standard. You got to understand, Whitey, if he didn't care, then it'd be like, ho hum, show me some emotion. If things aren't right, you call it out. You know, I can tell you about my personal. So many times in my personal life, I just let things slide. I wish I would have addressed things immediately right then and there. This is a long season. And, you know, they say you grow from, you know, discussion, you know, uh, competitiveness. Like, out of that, you grow. Like, the scars help you grow. And that's what we're seeing with this Eagles team. Now, if you want it all smiley, hunky-dory in week four and week five, all right, you can have that with the Niners. But when things get tough, how's it going to be? I just think it's better, A, if you keep that in-house. Yeah, you deal with it, but you deal with it behind closed doors. B, you just get it right in the first place. Now, I know I'm nitpicking. Cause like <laughs> you're say, being I'm, an Eagles hater right now. That's what that... A little you're bit. You're being a Niners fan who is trying to come up with something that the Eagles are struggling with. Can't well, get except together. you know that what I'm talking about is we've seen it. I'm not making but not, it not, up. But, not, but not, those guys aren't malcontents. Those guys aren't prima donna wide receivers. But something's that, wrong if everyone's unhappy. But I will say this. My point, I was going to say this. They are 5-0, and oh, and I mean, they're a tremendous, tremendous team, and it's pretty clear right, right now who the two best teams in the NFC are. And I also, I think I would slide Detroit maybe all the way up to third right now because of what you said earlier about yeah. Philly. I mean, Detroit, when they're playing well, they're so strong up front on both sides of the ball. And that's how you build a right. good team in the NFL Yeah, today. yeah, that Detroit defense I, I think is, is great as well. And, you know, I, I'm looking at the NFC and there are only three real contenders, you know. I, I, you know, I've talked about the Seahawks and them possibly, uh, you know, challenging the Niners. I still think they'll split with the Niners. But when it's all said and done, I don't view Seattle as a uh, Super Bowl contender. I'm not even sure about Detroit as a Super Bowl contender just yet. Right. But, you know, they're a team that can make some noise in the NFC. They're playing extremely well right now. The rest of it, nobody looks good. I mean, I'm looking at the NFC South. Tampa Bay leads that division. Do we really think Tampa Bay 
can make some noise. They're overachievers, they're, they're but overachieve- they're nowhere near as good right, as the best right. of the best. A- exactly. You know, Green Bay is 2-2, two and two, second in the NFC North. Uh, they played tonight, obviously. We saw what happened in Dallas. Saints? Ooh, look out for the Saints. Uh, they, they beat a horrible, <laughs> I mean, terrible New England Patriots team. And so, Saints 3-2. and two. I, I just think, you know what? We already know the Eagles and the Niners are on a collision course for yes. the NFC Championship game. And that Week 13 game, it may come down to that for home court, uh, home field advantage. I think when you try to evaluate how that game's going to go, and of course we got a lot of time before we have to actually do that, but you just look right now, who's the better team? It's going to come down. Those are two excellent teams. It's going to come down to who's going to win those matchups that day. Right. Uh, it right. doesn't matter. Well, the 49ers overall have played better than the Eagles. Therefore, I think they're going to beat the <laughs> Eagles. That doesn't really matter. It comes down to that day and – I'm nitpicking, like I say, to point out that the Eagles appear to have some things behind the scenes that everyone's not on the same page. But that's a tremendous, tremendous team. And the 49ers can look great between now and then, but they have to beat that Eagles team. That's the team between them and that next Super Bowl. Yeah, and and I will say one thing the Niners have going for them is their schedule, I'm going to just say it, is not as strong, is not as difficult as the Eagles' schedule. When you break down the Philadelphia Eagles' schedule, you have week seven against Miami. But the 49ers have to play your beloved Seahawks twice. <laughs> oh, Whoa. but it, that has nothing. Look, <laughs> the Eagles, listen to this. They're home against Dallas. Win. That's a win. But then they're at Kansas City, home against Buffalo, home against San Francisco, at Dallas, at Seattle. Like, that's a murderer's road. That five-game stretch, you know, if the, mm-hmm. if the Eagles come out of there three and two, uh, you know, I would be happy with that, you know, because at Kansas City, then you got Buffalo and San Francisco. You're talking three Super Bowl contenders in a row right there. Mm-hmm. That's the way the league sets it up, huh? If you have your first, you play yeah. a first-place schedule and so yeah. on and so yeah. on. And the 49ers should have a tough schedule as well. But, uh, yeah, they're getting some breaks there. We'll see. Uh, it's going to be tremendous. Let's just hope that everyone stays healthy enough where not only is that December 3rd game – uh, a great game, but that they actually were able to play each other in the postseason with everything on the line, with everybody for the most part healthy. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, health, right? You, yeah. Both teams healthy, no excuses. I just it's think it's not going to happen the way everyone's taking these cheap shots at McCaffrey <laughs> or the way your boy Shannon is working them like a, a mule out there. You know, my gosh, give the man you know a, a day off. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Eagles are a pretty good ball club right now. Uh, there's just there aren't enough good teams in the NFL right now. I think we've pointed that out. You watch the games, there's too many games, let's be honest, too many games where, you know, these two teams ain't any good. I mean, right. okay, maybe right. one of them's going to be a wild card, whatever, but right. this game doesn't really matter because there's such a separation now. That was what was so great about the NBA last year, You had, especially in the West, right? right. Everybody Every, was bunched yeah. in there. It's like, man, these are a lot of good teams. Yeah. I'm not seeing that in the NFL so far this year. Yeah, and, and usually the NFL is all about parity, right? Yeah. You know, that's that's their big thing, and it may be, have parity in the AFC. I just think the NFC, man, we, we know what's going to happen. Uh, we'll look at pass 18 Gumby when we come back. How the 49ers play of the game was rooted in franchise greatness. And we'll bounce over to the Kings again as well when we return here to Drive Guys on Sackdown Sports. It's the Purdy's better than Jalen Hurts. Can I say that? Is that going to. You're okay with you that, don't right? I really think that. Absolutely. You really? No, you don't. I do. You're just trolling, right? I'm not. I'm not. I, trust me. I'm not taking that bait, Whitey. I'm not getting I'm into that. I'm telling you what I, what I think. 
It's just uh, Whitey Gleason, Kyle Draper, Drive Guys. Can I just share with you some numbers? I'm not. I know you're not gonna <laughs> come over to my side. So <laughs> stats I'm not, are for losers, man. But I, go ahead. I'm not trying to convince you. I just these are some numbers uh, that I've noticed coming out of last night's 49er win. I think they're impressive. What, what what do you make of these? Brock Purdy, four touchdown passes against Dallas. Eighth career game with two or more touchdown passes. Tying him with Kurt Warner and Deshaun Watson for most games with two or more passing touchdowns in a player's first 10 career starts. Not bad, right? Not bad. Solid. Yeah. Good for him. So 10 career starts, eight games with two or more touchdown passes. Pretty good. Brock Purdy, completion percentage, 70.4 through his first 10 career starts. The second highest completion percentage by a quarterback in their first 10 career starts in NFL history. I don't want to tell you who's number one because it's not that great. <laughs> That's good, right? That doesn't right? suit your argument, right? That it's Chad Pennington, uh, okay? It's Chad Pennington. All right, number. there you go. There you go. Um, those are great numbers. I got one more. Oh, you got more? Oh, Uh, one more, one more. You're statting me up right now. Go ahead. Purdy's 121.1 passer rating through his first 10 career starts. Highest passer rating by a quarterback in their first 10 career starts in the history of the NFL. Like I said earlier in this show, place Brock Purdy on a different team. He's playing well right now. He's playing great. He's playing phenomenal. So is Brock Purdy, let me ask you this, better than Josh Allen? No, the numbers, why don't you match up the numbers against Josh Allen? Well, can, His numbers I, are better I, than I'm Josh trying, Allen, but I'm go trying ahead. to give you an honest answer, right. so I'm thinking about it. He doesn't throw as many interceptions. Okay. Um, let me, I got to write this down. Where's my pen? I, I'll say he's comparable. I don't know the answer, but I don't think, I know you're you're trying to get me to say, well, no, he's not that good. I think it's a fair. I think it's a fair question. I don't know the answer, but I mean, it requires thought. And so he's no on the same jerk. level as Josh Allen, as Let far me as write being that. an effective quarterback okay, and helping his team win. Yes. Let me ask you this question. I will. Let me ask you this. Yes. I'm just going by the numbers you just told me about. Sure. Would you like one? I, you want a copy? Is he better than Patrick Mahomes? No, I don't. No, think but so. but the numbers suggest he is. Patrick Mahomes hasn't done this, Whitey. He hasn't done everything you just read right there. <laughs> I don't think he's as good as Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes has won two Super Bowls. <laughs> so that's kind of a silly question, isn't it? <laughs> Why can't we say Jalen Hurts is better? Because at least Jalen Hurts has been to a Super Bowl. Oh, that's fair. You can say that okay. if you want to. Okay. okay. I just think right now, <laughs> like the interception that Jalen Hurts threw yesterday, this is one bad throw. Mark Purdy doesn't make that throw. He, he doesn't make that throw, but he also doesn't get you to the Super Bowl either. Not yet. You're Not right. Yet. Let, you're, let, you're, let, right. Let, let, you know, you're right. He gets to a Super Bowl. He finishes top three in NFL MVP voting. You know, Brock Purdy is playing great. But based on your numbers, I'm just using your numbers, your argument. They're, they're not my numbers. He's better than Josh Allen. He's better than Joe Burrow. He's better than, uh, you know, whoever, Matt Stafford. He's well, Joe Burrow's better. also been to the Super Bowl. You're, he, you, know. He, you know, but I'm going by... Your numbers that you brought out, the argument you made that Brock Purdy was better than Jalen Hurts was that sheet right there. That's part of it. Was sure. that those numbers sure. right there? Uh huh. And based on those numbers, he's the best quarterback in the NFL. He might be the MVP <laughs> if he's he might right. Peter King said today he's the MVP. Oh my gosh. I don't agree with that. 
but he has a chance to be the MVP this year. If he's the MVP, he's the best player in the whole league. That's what that means. So we'll have to see. But for a guy that, you know, it wasn't that long ago, people were saying, this guy's not good at all. It was last week. Steven Ruiz said 25th best quarterback in the league. <laughs> well, He's, he might be up to 24 now. Uh, for, but no, let, let's let's really have a discussion here. Yes. And, and I would like people to weigh in on this. 916-339-1140. Where do we accurately rank Brock Purdy? I'm going to go down the list. You tell me whether this guy, he's better. Okay. Is he better than Tua? Yeah. Okay. Is he better? Josh Allen, we talked about, obviously. You said he's right on the same. And Tua's having a great year, And Tua's having a great year. Is he better than Pat Mahomes? You say no. 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 You you say no. no. Okay. Come on. You say he is better than Jalen Hurts. Uh, In my opinion. Better than Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, right now. Oh, my God. Right now, he's playing a lot better than Trevor Lawrence. He's you're, playing you're way better me. than Trevor Lawrence. Jalen Hurts is a, was runner-up, I think, to the MVP last year or something. Like, Jalen. Uh, see, this is I see what you're doing. This is your bias <laughs> against the Eagles. The people out there listening, they want to say, oh, Drape hates the 49ers. He doesn't give respect Brock Purdy. Well, you're doing the same to my Philadelphia Eagles right now. You're not giving them respect. Um, is Brock Purdy a top five QB in the NFL? Top five, he's top 10, top five right now. He may be. Um, I'm not going to just rubber stamp him, but the way he's playing, he's right now, he's playing out of his mind. He's and playing it's not all like a system. Top, no, it's a you lot. Play it's this a, well. It's a lot. It's, well, it's, a system. it's a lot system slash talent around you slash playmakers slash head coach slash defense. You know, we talked about it. Brock Purdy, when's the last time he's had to come from behind? And I, and I understand that's not a, that's not his fault. Like, you know, they don't have to come behind because he leads them down, he scores. But that's my thing. That's Jalen Hurts has done it. Stafford has done it. Uh, Tua, had, you know, Tua could be argued that there's, you know, a little front runner uh, in him as well. Um you know, you look at all, all the QBs. Josh Allen has led game-winning drives. Joe Burrow has led game-winning drives. You know, I want to see that from Brock Purdy, Fair not point. in the regular season. I'm talking about in the postseason going against, you know, a, a Jalen Hurts uh, on the road in Philly week 13. That week, that's when I want to no- talk about Brock Purdy. You said you want to call. Are you sure you want to? Yeah, I don't Yeah, I'll bring it the on. truth. You no. can handle the truth. <laughs> Let's go. I, right. I love it. Let's talk to Joe first. Can we do that? Joe's on line two, I believe. Joe, you're on with uh, Drapes and Whitey. What's up today? How are you? Joe? Fantastic. Hey. What's up, Joe? Hold on. I'm trying to go hands-free. Am I? Uh... We're good. I got you, Joe. Okay, we're good. Hey, so... As far as the MVP goes, that he might get that this year. Wait till he gets his big contract when he gets his MVP, and uh, and the Niner, and, and he goes deeper into his career. And then we'll see how good he really is when uh, when all the money's gone and all the talent's gone off that team. Mm. So you're not sold. That? You're not sold right now, huh, Joe? I'm not sold. He he looks really good. I'm a Raiders fan, and the Niners are stacked top to bottom, dude. There's no doubt about that. They're like they look like one of the best teams I've seen in years. 
Thanks for checking so, in, Joe. Here, here's the no, thing. We had, we had to let him go. Yeah, Whitey, here's the thing, though. I need a caller, a Niners caller who's unbiased. You got that's it. That's not wearing their red underoos right you got now. One. I want a Niners. We got one for all, right, you. Let, all right, what you got? Who JR you got? joins us on Sackdown Sports. Hello, JR. How are you? JR, what's up? We're having an issue. See, with JR. exactly. Yeah. Once he said heard, I said unbiased. He hung up. He was like, ah, never mind. I had the I perfect caller for you. And I and I fumbled the snap. Oh. All right. We'll get JR for it for you. No, but you just had a guy who wasn't a Raider fan. Obviously, Joe was like, I'm a Raider fan. He oh, said we'll a Raider see. fan. Yeah, no, we'll I, I need a Niners fan that's un, sort of like, you know what, Drapes? You might be right. I do want to see Brock Purdy. Right now, it's everybody's just wearing their fanboy hat and fangirl hat instead of being objective about it like I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy's a great quarterback. But to say that he's on the same level as Josh Allen, come on, man. Did you just say Brock Purdy's a great quarterback? I mean, you said that. No, he's playing great. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, yeah he's playing great Baby right steps. now. Yeah. Playing great. So you're making progress. <laughs> Uh, real quick, the play of the game yeah. last night, pass 18 Gumby, and you touched on this already. Cool thing about that play, and it was the flea flicker, but the cool thing was, and you pointed this out, Kyle Shanahan knew that Dallas is great at pursuit and they've done a great job shutting off the outside run game, so they were so concerned about McCaffrey gets the ball, and you could see the slot defender that was covering Kittle. He it, Rather than cover Kittle, he's watching McCaffrey, and Kittle runs right by him. Because he's watching, oh, this is a zone right. stretch. And then they flip it to Debo, and he flips it back to Kittle, and then they're done. And Bill Walsh used to do that all the time, especially down at the goal yeah, line yeah. with end arounds, because he knew teams that had great linebackers, and they would pursue. He'd get them going one way, and then it's and like, then go, the other night, way. go yep. the other way. Exactly. It was brilliant. It was brilliant play calling. Brilliant play calling, brilliant coaching. And, and you know, I'm watching ESPN, and they did a segment on the Cowboys uh, play calling and how bad it was. And and that's that's the difference, too. And, and not just the talent level, obviously, but to your point that you said last week, it was a coaching mismatch as well, I thought. I and think Kyle so. Shannon did a tremendous job. Now, we've got some fans lined up. You sure you want to talk to them? <laughs> Dude, I'm ready. I don't know who they are. There might be some it, Eagles yeah. fans out there. Yeah, hang on. We'll get right to you. got to take a brief timeout. Then we'll give you your chance to discuss this Brock Purdy issue with Kyle Drapes. They may all agree with you, Drapes. Exactly. They might be. Yeah. Drapes, you're right, we'll man. find I out when you. we come right back. Drive Guys, <laughs> Sacktown Sports. The great Peter King today in his Football Morning in America column says Brock Purdy is right now, in his view, the leading candidate to win the NFL's MVP award. Kyle Draper, who, uh, let's give him credit, he has come a long ways on his views of Brock Purdy, admitting yes. that Brock Purdy's a good quarterback. Good quarterback. He just said a minute ago you used the word great. He's so playing great. Keep I'm, that in he's mind. He's playing great. Yes. That's what I meant to say. Yes, but you still, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but before we go to the phones, because we have full phone banks here, you just still think that people are getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, right? Yeah, I think so. I understand, you know, the, the, they want to compare them to Montana and things like that. Pump the brakes. What made Joe Montana great wasn't a week five win against Dallas or a week four win against Arizona. What made Joe Montana great is that he came up in the clutch, two-minute drives when you in need the Super a, Bowl. in the Super Bowl. Exactly. When you needed a touchdown, you could count on Joe Cool, Joe Montana to get it done. I want to see that from Brock Purdy. That's all I'm saying. 339 Let's start with Spencer. Spencer, you're on with the drive, guys. Thanks for listening. What's up? 
Gentlemen, I don't have the red underoos on. Uh, I, I, I took them off. But here's what I'm going to say about our San Francisco 49ers. Is, yes, we don't want to create uh, a monster here and say he's Joe Montana. Uh, Brock Purdy, that is. But I believe last night when they went into that game, uh, the Niners were a three-point favorite, something like that. Um, and let's not forget, they signed Trey Lance. The Dallas Cowboys defense knew every play the Niners had, just about. Yet, they still dominated that game from the word go. In fact, if you remember, they fumbled at the one-yard line. I mean, the game was out of hand, and they had our quarterback. And with that being said, uh, uh, Brock Purdy beat out uh, uh, his backup now, who was, I think, the second pick in the draft or third pick in the draft. Sammy Darnold, yeah. Sam, yep. Okay, these guys were all top five pick, okay? He beat them all out. And I'll tell you this, if anybody's got more touch in the NFL as a quarterback than that guy, that's why he reminds me of Montana. I'm putting the underoos back on. Bye, guys. (laughs) Thank you, Spencer. (laughs) I love it, Spencer, man. Sleep Little well misdirection from Spencer. Yeah, he said, I'm going to take him a monster and say he's Montana, but that's what that's I'm doing. What, that's what I'm doing. Let, real quick, Whitey, I'm looking up some stats. Brock Purdy, great. Leads the NFL in quarterback rating. He's 26th in passing attempts. 26th in passing attempts. <laughs> Jay's at our ear like, stats are for losers. But he's 26th in passing attempts. So he hasn't had to throw as much or as anybody. Last because night his coach said, I, I wanted to call a pass play yeah. every play. I had to guard against that. That's how good this guy, that's how good this kid is. Uh, let's talk to Eric. 339-1140. E. 1-800-920-1140. Eric, you're on the drive, guys. How are you today? I'm, I'm good. So, I am, I think of myself as a pretty rational Niner fan. Um, when you're having a, a discussion like this, you got to set the parameters, right? We got to set the, the the vocabulary here. MVP is not the best player. MVP is the most valuable player to his team, and you can you can say that that stacked team is a is a mark against Purdy because he does have a stacked team, but he's keeping all those mouths fed, which is pretty incredible. You say he's 26th in passing attempts. But I think he's the number one for for going deep, um, which is something considering he's not big and he's not super strong. Doesn't but he's throwing arm. strikes. Gotcha. Thank you, Eric. You appreciate know? that. Yeah, thanks for the call. I appreciate I, that, I gotta Eric. Say, I, in my opinion, the whole thing about MVP doesn't mean the best player. Well, who could possibly be more valuable than the best player in the league? So to me, it is. It's that's what MVP is. It's in the view of the voters, the best player in the league. Why would you have an award for the guy who's most valuable on his own team? There's no need to have an award for that. So that's just my opinion. <laughs> when people bring that up, I understand, and a lot of people smarter than me see it that way, but I don't understand that at all. MVP is the best player. That's why you have a trophy for it. No, I'm, I'm with you, and, and, and it's the, the, the most valuable player to the league also. It's not yeah. just your team. Right. It's to the league, you know? Right. And, and that's where the Patrick Mahomes and the Josh Allens and, and those guys get the nod. Uh, we're getting too many calls. We're getting a lot of calls. We don't have it. enough time left on the show to get to them all, but thank you. Appreciate it. 
Dan joins us on Sackdown Sports. Dan, you're on the Kyle Draper, Whitey Gleason. What's going on? Hey, how you guys doing? Thanks for taking my call. First time caller. Thank you my for man. listening. Thanks for calling. What can we do for you? I just want to let you know, you know, heard it here first. I think uh, the 49ers are going undefeated this year. <laughs> California's going to take the world by storm. They're going to be the first, what is it, 19-0 and team. Oh, you're talking playoffs and everything. He's talking whole thing, you know? <laughs> How many times will they beat the Eagles on their way to doing that, Dan? <laughs> Twice. There we go. Ouch. <laughs> Dan, appreciate it. I know you're a Niners fan. I know you got the underoos on your Niners onesie. But talk to me week 12 and 13 at Seattle and then at Philadelphia. That that turnaround, and it's going to be a long one because they play at Seattle uh, Thanksgiving, and then they got uh, 10 days before they take on the Eagles. But that two-game stretch, that's going to be – that's murderer's row for them. And I'm not even discounting this next two games. At Cleveland, at Minnesota. Minnesota gave the Chiefs a game. I know I, you gave me that look, Whitey. I understand. But Minnesota was one score away from, uh, you know, being right there with the Chiefs. And so uh, – I don't know, man. I, I just think the Niners, it's all sunshine and rainbows right now. They haven't been challenged. They haven't been tested yet. They haven't played anybody yet. I mean, they, like, Pittsburgh, really? Week one, they, they you know, Pittsburgh was terrible. Uh, Los Angeles, you know, they are who we thought they were. The the Giants, the Cardinals, the Cowboys, come on, man. Yeah, but it's not just who they played. You're right, of course, but it's how well they've played against those teams. And I'll tell you, uh, Seahawk is a little gamey, but that'll make a very delicious Thanksgiving meal, right? <laughs> a little bit on the mm, side, but let's go to Ken here. 339-1140, We'll get to as many as we can, and we appreciate very much your patience. What's up, Ken? Hey, how you doing, gentlemen? Good. Good. What's happening? Hey, I want to say, man, we always put things as stats, but we always got to do the eye test. I'm a Cowboys fan. So I watched that guy last night, and I checked out a couple of his games previously. And what it is, you hit it on the head. It's the system that he's playing in. <clears throat> My man, Kyle, man, he has that system so locked that that Purdy can't make a mistake. You know what I'm saying? Because the, cause the defense becomes confused. Because Kyle was so smooth with his play calling and in scheming for each team, you, you're be really befuddled when you come into the game because you don't know who to, who's going to be the best player that, that particular game. Almost proof in the pudding. Garoppolo, where is he at right now? In the Raiders. At the Raiders. Hey, when he played for the 49ers, beautiful player. All the way to the Super Bowl. Why? Because he played under Kyle. Kyle knows how to coach football. Kyle knows how to play call. Last night, our coach, McCarthy, didn't know how to play call for mm. Dak Prescott. No. Play no. calling is essential to these pros. It's, 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 it's 100% that the coach that is coaching, the teacher that is teaching, put these pros in the right place to be successful at what they need to do at their position. That's what Kyle does. And I, I, I tell you, per, I hate to say this, but Purdy might be the MVP. That cat is so smooth. He plays under pressure nicely. You don't see him panicking. And when he does panic, he just still continues to look down the field and find somebody. Like the other caller said, he has a lot of weapons. 
a lot of tools in that toolbox that he can pick from. Gotcha. And by All him right. having the coach that he has, man, formulated, man. That's Thank a great call. That's we appreciate the call. call. Yeah. That's a great call. But It's a good sport there, a Cowboy fan checking in today. I know, checking in. Another Unbiased guy. I'd be you in know? my room with the lights off. <laughs> I know, right? And under the covers. Booking that therapy appointment, right? <laughs> you know what Brock Purdy is? You know what? I'll tell you after the break. How about that? Yeah, I'll tell you after All right. the break. 339 1140 1-800-920-1140. The conversation continues. Brock Purdy for MVP. It's a drive. Sackdown Sports.